0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated.
1: Tech Guide, episode 540. Hello and welcome to the show. It's really great to have your company once again. Thank you for listening. My name is Stephen Fennec and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, you can now pay for your blue tick on Facebook and Instagram with Meta Verified. Vodafone has hit a six at the Sydney Cricket Ground with record 5G speeds. And Circles Life announces pay-what-you-want mobile plans for added flexibility. In the Tech Guide reviews, we climb aboard the Peloton Tread that has just arrived in Australia. Oppo has released a new Find N2 Flip foldable smartphone and DJI has launched the Mini 2 SE small and affordable drone that you can take anywhere. And we'll answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. The Blue Ticks, you can now buy them on Instagram and Facebook. I already have the Blue Ticks, by the way, on on Twitter. So my personal account, my at Stephen Fennec account, Blue Tick, and at Tech Guide AU, also Blue Tick, have applied uh, through Instagram to get the Blue Tick for uh, at Stephen Fennec and at Tech Guide AU, but got knocked back each time. Didn't get it. But now, if I wanted to, I can pay for that blue tick, uh, not only on Instagram, but also on Facebook. Of course, Meta is the parent company of both Facebook and Instagram, and you can now pay for that blue verified tick with Meta Verification. This is a new subscription bundle that's aimed at creators who or any anyone really who wants to build their community, increase their reach, also increase their security a little bit more on that in a minute, but this is available uh, from this week. It's a, it's in its testing phase. They're saying so this isn't the final product. I think we're going to be the guinea pigs here. Uh, so in Australia, it uh, it will kick off later this week. And get this though, it's only available for purchase for uh, individual accounts. Uh, it's it's only it's not available for businesses and websites. Like for example. I can get meta verified for my at Stephen Fennec account on Instagram and Facebook, but not for my at TechGuideAU account on Instagram or TechGuide.com.au account on Facebook. These are considered new sites slash business sites or pages, I should say. And they do not qualify at this time for the meta verified. Uh, so may have to wait for that. Now the price let's talk about the cost here and this is a this takes some explaining here right because you can purchase meta verified for Instagram and Facebook either through the web so it'll cost you $19.99 a month or 24.95 a month if you're paying through the app so iOS and Android app so the why the price difference well price difference with between with iOS and Android paying through the app, that account, that added fee, the, the extra five bucks accounts for the cut that Apple and Google take out every month whenever you buy something through an app. So you buy through the web, order through the web, your subscription, and you get it a little bit cheaper. But that is for each. So if you want Facebook and Instagram verified, that's either $19.99 times two, or twenty four ninety nine times two. So uh, yeah, it's not one for all. It's one. It's per account on each platform. Now, it means now that if initially I was confused about this because I'm thinking, okay, does that mean that I'm only verified on the web for nineteen ninety nine and not on on apps? But that that's the difference. So you are, to be clear, if no matter how you pay. You are verified if they account access your account on a browser or on a phone, so it is the same. Now, the idea behind this is to give creators increased reach, increased visibility. So that that's the 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 main benefits. The other uh, the other benefit is also protection from impersonators, and that this is a pretty common thing you see on on Facebook and Instagram where. Individuals have been impersonated, but ironically, the that's happened to me as well. But not to my personal account; it's happened to my Tech Guide accounts, and so I can't register Tech Guide uh, both neither on Instagram or Facebook to be in Meta Verified and and enjoy that protection from impersonators because uh, they're not an individual. I can only do it through my individual account, which has never been impersonated. I don't know what that says about me, but in the cases that I've had in the past, my Tech Guide Facebook page and Instagram accounts were both imitated. And they used not only my logo, which is trademarked, by the way, that's a trademark logo of mine. So not only do they use the Tech Guide logo, but also my photograph. that In the banner photo, there's my picture on an imitator's page. So they're imitating Tech Guide, no doubt, and and targeting my my followers and, and readers in some sort of competition scam. But get this, I reported this to Facebook through the channels. You can't just pick up the phone and ring Facebook. You've got to go through the channels and I ticked the boxes, imitating me, fraud, spam, whatever. I ticked all the boxes. And the response I received was that the account had not gone against community guidelines. Can you believe that? They suggested you just you can block the account. Even though this bastard was had my my picture and my logo and tried to lure my followers and readers and listeners to, in a scam, Facebook said sorry, he's not doing anything wrong. So does this mean now that you can only get protection from impersonators if you pay? That's what I'm asking with Meta Verify. That's one of the key features. They said, oh, yeah, well, you've got 24-7 access to a human being to give you the human touch, and you also get added protection from impersonators only when you pony up your monthly fee. This is what I'm getting from this. Yeah, you might get some expanded views. You might get more clicks. You might get a little bit more exposure, but... Having having the added having the payment making that payment every month puts you at the front of the line. Now, it's only through my contacts at Facebook, Meta, Instagram that I was able to get these imitators taken down. So I had to press my contacts and show them the logic in all this and how this is a serious thing that's happening for there for someone to click a couple of mouse key mouse buttons and get this done for me but now if you pay your money you will get that without having to press your contacts and and pull your hair out and be frustrated meta verified now can can provide that now this also follows of course twitter has been on this road for quite a while and in their case it's it's it, they're saying it's all about verification I think Elon Musk was carrying on about how there's so many bots on Twitter, it's not real people on there. The the blue tick is meant to indicate that that is a real account, a real person verified. And that's partly what Facebook and and Instagram are doing here as well, is to not only show notability, but also a verified person. This is a real account. This person is who they say they are and just on the blue tick though for those for those users who have an existing blue tick on Facebook and Instagram and or Instagram th- that will continue for free so you will not have to pay for to retain the blue tick but you will have to pay if you want that added protection so a blue tick doesn't a blue tick given for notability for free doesn't give you a front of line pass if someone's imitating your account or if you've got any dramas, Meta Verified gets you the tick, but also gets you the access to a human being. Now, I did have a I did have a little briefing about this, and one of my questions was about well, I've had this issue in the past, and so now this is now suddenly you pay for the pay for meta verified and you suddenly get the opportunity to have better access to Facebook's back end and their their help. And the response was around the point that there's two billion users on Facebook alone and that solving everyone's problem is just is just not possible. And I, I I sat back for a minute and I thought, well, is the is your success as a platform an excuse not to help people? Or is it is it because it's a free service, is just just take what you're given? So I found that a rather, rather strange thinking, well, if, if, you're, if you're still making billions of dollars on my data, I'm, I'm the product when it comes to Facebook and Instagram. If you're still making money off my data and me being on your platform, then I thought that was enough to qualify me for some help if I asked for it. In these extreme circumstances, like having your account imitated and people trying to cheat people using your name and logos, I thought that was a pretty good enough excuse to get someone to get off their ass and help me. But no, they decided, no, 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 not done nothing wrong. But if I'm meta-verified, I'm going to get action straight away. So I don't know whether this is of interest to anyone, whether you are, are on, are you still on Instagram? Or are you still using Facebook? Is meta-verified something you're interested in? Now, let's be clear, to be eligible, you need to have an account that that meets minimum activity requirements. In other words, you need to have made a few posts, frequent posts, regular posts. You also need to be at least 18 years old. You can't be under 18. And to complete the security of the whole thing, you also need to submit a government ID that is like a license or your passport so they can match your profile name and photo with that ID. Uh, so they, they, they look at your Facebook or Instagram account, your photo, your profile name has to match your government ID for you to also to qualify for Meta Verified. I find this interesting. Personally, I don't think I would uh, consider doing this for my personal accounts. I would consider it maybe for my tech guide accounts for, so for my business accounts. That's not on offer at the moment. Uh, for Twitter, I'm not. wouldn't pay a cent uh, to to for any kind of verifications. I'm currently verified anyway, but I've got no interest in getting Twitter Blue to edit my tweets and do any of those other things. So. I'm not going to be giving Twitter any more money. And at the moment, Facebook and Instagram aren't going to get my money either. Perhaps they might, if they they decide to include tech guide, my Facebook and Instagram tech guide accounts for me to be, not only have it, have them as uh, safer accounts and get rid of these idiot impersonators, Not that it's a rampant problem, but it's, it's happened to me three times, which is three times too many. I, I think that just on that alone, I think would, 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 Maybe prompt me to do this, but I'm still not completely sold, I've got to say. This is pretty good if you're a, an influencer or a creator, you want to boost your numbers and do things like that. So uh, let us know what you think about this. I've written it all up on Tech Guide. So if you want to find out more, you know where to go. Techguide.com.au.
0: Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec.
1: Vodafone. Uh, great little story they came up with uh, late last week about their partnership at the Sydney Cricket Ground. And I couldn't help myself in the intro. They've hit a six. They did not use that term once in the press release. I'm thinking they've hit a six with 5G. I thought that would have been a certainty in that press release, but no, they didn't. So I I made that call. So what's happened here is Vodafone has set a high-speed 5G score at a packed Sydney Cricket Ground. Now, they did not specify... When this happened, so I'm assuming a packed SCG, I'm presuming it was the Sydney test back in January because I can't remember a big crowd at the SCG apart from the cricket in January. And what Vodafone was able to do was achieve speeds of nearly two gigabits per second on their network using a Google Pixel device. So what this means is that it solved one of those great mysteries of being at a crowded sporting event. Well, it's not a mystery. I'll tell you why. Have you ever been at like the grand final or some packed event and tried to send a message and nothing gets through, your call doesn't get through? That's because your regular 5G, which is called sub-6, doesn't quite have the capacity for so many people hitting the same cell in 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 the same area. Uh, So that's the issue there. It's happened to me. But now with a new technology that, by the way, Telstra and Optus have been trialing for some years now, uh, Vodafone has rolled out millimeter wave technology. That's the other flavor of 5G. Millimeter wave provides high capacities to send large amounts of data over shorter distances at high speeds, which means perfect for stadiums, concert venues, city, CBDs, airports, anywhere where there's high-density areas, so anywhere where there's a lot of people in a small area, millimetre wave is the trick. And that's exactly what they achieved here uh, at the Sydney Cricket Ground, again, assuming it was during the Sydney Test Match, and they managed to do that. Now, what does this mean? This high, ultra-high band, the the bandwidth it provides a few capabilities. So 5G millimeter wave, which we'll probably see deployed in some maybe inner city areas, CBDs, as I said, train stations, airports, stadiums. In those areas where you have millimeter wave, you can deliver, you can download large amounts of data really quickly. Like imagine 8K video streaming or virtual reality or augmented reality experiences through your phone's connection. So you're getting these high definition 360 degree experiences, all delivered through the 5G network. That's a sort of data, the bandwidth that 5G millimeter wave can deliver. Now, this was a collaboration between Nokia, which is, uh, this is the network supplier side of Nokia, not the handset phone side of Nokia. They've they've for, for decades been one of the players in the network building side of things, just like uh, Optus used to be partnered with Huawei, would you believe, for their network's uh, Telstra and Ericsson have got a partnership for their networks. Vodafone and Nokia are partners for their networks. And uh, they've, been, they've been going pretty hard too the last couple of years. Vodafone says their 5G network is now within reach of 96% of the Australian population. Last year, the company rolled out 1,040 5G sites and it took the total number to over 2,000, 2,055 across Australia, including the 10 largest cities in the country as well. So seriously, making some serious progress there with their 5G. And if you're at the SCG and you happen to be a Vodafone customer, get ready for some smoking performance. It's going to be pretty quick. If you want to download something there or send your message out, it's going to be pretty cool with the Millimeter Wave, courtesy of Vodafone, partnering with Nokia. If you want to find out more, check out our story, techguide.com.au. Now, we spoke about Vodafone's network. Let's now talk about plans. You need a mobile plan to be able to use the mobile network. Circles Life has just released what they call pay-what-you-want plans. So this is literally a pay what you want. So the plans started five bucks a month for five gig of data and go all the way up to their top plan is 45 bucks for a massive 110 gig of data and every dollar increment in between as well. So they've got a $5 plan. Six dollar plan seven eight nine ten all the way up to 45 bucks and of course with each extra dollar you spend you get an extra gig of data so for example five dollars for five gig six dollars for six gig and so on in dollar increments to ten dollars for 10 gig once you go to 11 that extra dollar 11 gig your plan jumps up to 31 gigabytes and then it's 12 for 32 and so on, up to $25 for 45 gigabytes. When you get to $26, the plan goes to $51 gig, $27 gets you $52, and so on, all the way to $35 for 60 gig. At $36, the data allowance jumps up to 101 gigabytes, all the way up to $45 for 110 gigabytes. Now, why do this? this is a way for customers to have more flexibilities and pay for what they need month to month. So you got to remember this plan is meant to be used every 30 days. So you can stay on the same plan if you want. But if you know that, oh, look, I'm not traveling anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to come down from a $45 plan, 110 gig down to a $27 $27 plan for 52 gig. That should get me enough data. Now, you what you should do right now is check your data usage per month, and you'll be surprised how little data we use. I think the average is about 20 gig, 20 gig a month. So if you're paying for a hundred gig a month and you're paying $60. You don't get a refund on the data you don't use. So Telstra customer for example, paying $58 a month to receive 40 gig of data can save 28 bucks on the Circle's life plan that gives them 40 gig of data. Similar for Optus, if you're paying 49 bucks for 30 gig of data, then you can pay $11 and get 31 gig of data. So that's $38 saving per month. And so if you don't use a lot of data per month as well, like I I look at my parents. My parents are in their early 80s. They're in great health, touch wood, but they hardly use data. So why should they pay $50 a month for data they're not going to use? They could easily get by on 5 bucks for 5 gig of data. I think they'd be lucky to use a gig of data in a month. I'm sure you know people who are similar, really uh, entry-level users. They're, They're very casual users. They're not massive users of data, mobile data. This could be something you show them. Now, I should point out Circles Life uses the Optus 4G network. So that's the price. That's why it's cheaper as well, is that it's not, I repeat, not 5G. So you got Optus 4G, and Optus 4G is still pretty good. Gets you the speed you need, especially if you're, a, like I said, a casual user. I don't think you're going to be fussed if it's 4G and not 5G. So again, that's another reason why it's a little cheaper so that you can plan around it. And you, you let the, the current situation with interest rates on the increase, cost of living pressures, your, your groceries now cost a ton, your petrols are worth a fortune as well. Uh, so in these areas, in these little areas where you want to save, you can't get rid of it. You need your phone. So in these areas where you can save a bit of money in these essential areas, I'll call them, then why not? Circles life, hats off to offering offering this sort of flexibility for you to save a buck or two or, or more than that each month. So I uh, I think, yeah, great job. If you want to read more about Circle's life and the pay-what-you-want plans, check them out at techguide.com.au.
0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec.
1: The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. It's a new year and our digital generation continues to see a rise in cybercrime and data breaches. Don't leave your devices without protection or your personal information open to exposure. It's time to have a plan to keep your devices and personal information protected. Save your time and money should the unthinkable happen and your devices are at risk to cyber threats like malware, ransomware, or viruses, or your personal information being exposed to cyber criminals looking to trade your details on the dark web. With Norton 360 Platinum, if you become a victim of identity theft, you'll have access to their dedicated identity restoration specialists to help you address your identity theft claim and help you resolve it. Norton 360 Platinum is available now at Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi or online at au.norton.com.
0: And now a tech guide review with Stephen Fennec.
1: We were sweating it out for our review this week. The Peloton Tread—that's the new treadmill from Peloton. It was just announced in Australia uh, officially last week. I've had it for the past month. I couldn't say anything, but I have been using it. It was uh, set up in at my home in my home. Uh, I've got it for I think two and a half, three months. I've got it for, and it is as I said officially out. Was out released uh, late last week. And this is the latest product from Peloton, the fitness company that already has the bike, uh, bike plus guide, uh, and and the bike and bike plus like the tread has a big screen and access to their great instructors, and you can access your subscription. And it is a thriving fitness community. Um, I did I did try out the Peloton guide last year, so that's the small device that you put on top of your television. Uh, there's a camera that can see, so you can see your your form, how it compares to the instructor, and that allows you to do yoga and strength and and stretching and hand weights and various classes. So uh, Peloton Tread is a similar sort of concept, but it's a treadmill. So you're there walking and running on this thing and allows you then to access all of those great instructors and the other and the other members of the Peloton community. I've received a few high fives from other members as I was training on there, doing these classes on the tread. Uh, so it is yet another example of uh, Peloton's penetration here in Australia. It's only uh, been 18 months, would you believe, since Peloton entered the Australian market. And in that time, They've they've accumulated 2.1 million subscribers and after a year 92% of those subscribers stuck around so they've got a pretty good pick and stick rate there where the customers have decided to go around for another year and maintained their subscription service. Now to be clear the Peloton tread is not cheap it's 4445 bucks. Now, that 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 price gets you delivery and setup in your home. So don't worry that there's four boxes and you've got to put it together. They will put it together in wherever you want in your home and set it up, connect it, connect your Wi-Fi, all of that. That's included in that $4,445 price tag. Now, uh, in my review, I said, well, the price tag alone – would be enough to make sure you're on that thing every day to get your money's worth. That's motivation number one. This is no impulse buy here. You buy, you're you're investing. I've, I've said in my story, it's an investment in your health and fitness. So for that kind of bread, you're getting though an excellent treadmill. I've got to say, I've used lots of treadmills and gyms in my time. This is up there with the best of them pretty secure, con- pretty solid construction, really high quality materials. It's got the big screen. It's got the manual controls. The actual tread itself is pretty sturdy. It's got a great incline, really easy to increase your speed and decrease your incline as well. So that just on the, the hardware alone, you're getting a good deal because this is a top shelf treadmill. But what you're also getting, well, not for that price, you're getting the treadmill, but for an extra, you need to pay the all-access subscription for Peloton. So Peloton all-access subscription uh, is priced at $59, and that gets you access to Peloton anywhere, on a bike, on the tread, on an app, the guide, everywhere. $59 for that per month. Now, a lot of people might think, oh, that's a little bit on the expensive side, but I know that what's really popular right now are people going to the F45 and all these other gyms that offer that hit, get in there, 45-minute class, instructor-led fitness classes at gyms, fitness centers. You're in, you're out, and it costs you like $100 a week to attend those, attend those gyms. So $59 a month when you look at it, doesn't seem so expensive when you consider that there are people paying six times, eight times as much as that so it, it, than uh, for their own gym rather than uh, the Peloton all access the subscription. And similar similar deal too with like if you go on a service like Apple Fitness and and those sorts of things. So um, the the the. The new, this this subscription model uh, is something that the Peloton subscribers really enjoy because these the bike the treadmill everything you need that subscription it won't work without that subscription you can't just look at a blank screen and it's pretty complicated to 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 get to the screen to to stream Netflix or other things like that you can you can d- uh, register as a developer I think and get in there and and try to try to trick the system into allowing you to play your own content on the screen. So my point is the tread works well. The hardware works well with the software and the instructors and the community. That's what makes it. It's more than the sum of its parts. You have the tread, you have the the, the classes, whether you can do live classes or on-demand classes. So I think uh, the, the combination is an attractive one uh, and something that, uh, something that I experienced too was the fact that, yes, it's uh, it it really is an enjoyable thing to do. It's something that I, I'm thinking. Oh, it didn't feel like a chore. It felt I I've, I was I was felt like it was an enjoyable thing. It was a good experience that it motivated me to come back day after day, and that I think. That goes down to you can put that down to the tremendous instructors that are now uh, that, that are that are on the platform, the Peloton platform. Uh, they're from London and New York from all around the world and they are brilliant. They, they bring with them this great energy. They really know how to motivate you. they, they really know how to, to keep you entertained. you've got to remember you've got the, all the latest playlists and music that they're playing along to as well. So it really does give you it's really positive atmosphere that it creates for you to get there and sweat it out with all these other other people uh, other people in the community I remember I was doing some on demand classes and there were people all around the world that happened to be doing that class on demand at the same time as myself now if you're doing a live class which, which I think, depending on where they're where they're doing it from, New York or London, it, it can be at odd times. Uh, that you can you can do I think a class at nine a.m. or you can do a class at one a.m. if you want to really use to get into the live classes. But the. Uh, the live, if it is a live class it's not uncommon for you to get a shout out from the instructor they see that oh here's you you're on your 50th training or you're your 50th class it is not uncommon to get that shout out i never got one but that's okay it still was an enjoyable experience as well now i did a variety of things on the peloton tread from running power walking uh, i did some some stretches i did a, I, I did a yoga class and that's the thing with the tread the screen is viewable from the room. So I had this the, the tread set up and I had a bit of space behind the tread as well. I also had some hand weights and I had a little mat so that if I wanted to I didn't have to run or walk. I wanted I might have wanted to do a hand weight session or a a, a stretching session. I can still access that through the screen on the tread. So it does give you the choice of, yes, if you want to walk and run, of course the tread's there, but if you want to do some stretches or some yoga or some hand weights, whatever you want to do, you might want to exercise certain body parts, That that is possible also. The unit itself it connects to via Wi-Fi to, uh, to obviously to stream all that content, uh, and I've got to say uh, there were issues with my Tread when it when it arrived. It's when 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 they 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 brought it in, they delivered it, they put it together. A couple of really friendly guys; they were great. Uh, when I was done, I was ma- I managed to do a couple of classes that 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 afternoon and the next day, uh, but then I struck a bit of a bit of trouble because uh, the unit itself wouldn't wouldn't connect to my wireless network for some reason. I even tested it with my mobile phone as a hotspot; still wouldn't accept that as a network, wouldn't connect to anything. So my guess was that it was the something up with the tread. Now, just so you know, I did have a, a pre-release model weeks ahead of the public launch, the official launch. So I think there may have been some software updates that needed to be applied. And uh, as as it turned out, that's exactly what happened. So I couldn't use it for two or three days. But once this software patch was applied, which is probably the finalized version for the Australian market, then it worked flawlessly ever since. The only other issue I had, and you can see this picture on Tech Guide, a tiny little panel from the bottom of the tread on the left hand side popped off, and uh, I, I, it should, it should click straight back on. But I've tried it and it won't stick there. I don't want to push it any harder. I'm scared I might break it. So that was didn't affect the operation of the Peloton tread. But it did affect the look. I'm thinking, I wanted that. It didn't quite look as nice as it should with this little panel just sitting on the floor next to the tray. There's a photo of it on Tech Guide just so that you know I'm giving you my full full and honest review here about how I, I used it. But that was they're not deal breakers, I don't think. That, that little Wi-Fi issue I had, I, I honestly reckon it was because I had a pre-release model that wasn't quite uh, up to date with the software required for the Aussie market. So I'll, I'll give them a pass on that. This little panel that fell off, uh, it's annoying, but it's, I, like I said, it's not, it's not a deal breaker. It didn't detract from my use of the tread, uh, which has a 23.8-inch HD display, by the way, so you can access your account, all the many classes as well. Uh, the other cool thing, too, was that uh, there are classes, but there are also scenic routes, they call them, so you're able to enjoy a run or a walk like you're in a particular place, like there was a Hawaii run, there's a London run, I could run through the Scottish Highlands, uh, so that was pretty cool. In terms of controlling the uh, the tread, it's all on screen uh, and you're able to connect your phone. Uh, there is a heart rate monitor you can buy from Peloton that you wear like an armband, but if you've got a smart watch, you simply have to install the Peloton app on your smartphone and Bluetooth connect it to the Tread, and then if you happen to have an Apple Watch or, I, in my case, I got a Samsung Watch as well, I was able to just fire up the Peloton app on my smartwatch, and oh, it it connected to the Tread, so it was able to read my heart rate during a class as well. So whether you got Apple Watch or a Samsung, an Android Watch or whatever other smartwatch. As long as your phone is paired to Peloton, it will read your heart rate through the smartwatch. Now, in the classes, there are two things that you can adjust. Number one is your incline, and the other heart, the other part is your speed. And for each of those is a dedicated knob on the actual treadmill. You'll see on your left-hand side is the incline knob. So prep, rolling it forward increases the incline, Rolling it back towards you decreases the incline. Same thing on the right-hand side for your speed. So rolling it forward gets you uh, faster. Running The treadmill goes faster. Rolling it back towards you slows it down. There's also a massive stop button in the middle of the, right in the bar in front of you, as well as a little clip and a safety switch. So if you happen to fall off the tread, it will take the magnetic switch off with you and that will instantly stop the tread as well. So there's a few safety things there, but those knobs really come in handy because in the middle of a run uh, or a walk, whatever you happen to be doing, the last thing you want to do is try to find the little touchscreen switch and and toggle it up and down. It's not normally a big button, those those ones are in the gym, the, the button to increase your speed is pretty small and it's uh, pretty frustrating when you can't hit it in time but with the knobs it allows you to roll forward roll back to decrease roll forward to increase and there's also a button on the inside of the knob that will take you up to the next whole number so if say i'm running at 2.1 kilometers an hour i press the button it's going to take me to three if my incline is uh, as four degrees press the button it's going to take me to five so a press of a button takes you the next highest whole number So that's another yet another shortcut I do. I really like those physical controls there, those tactile controls to help you keep your eye on the class and and manage the class without having to fiddle around with the controls as well. I really enjoyed the Peloton Tread. Like I said, quality bit of fitness equipment that can help you get to your fitness goals. And this is not just for people who are like Olympic class athletes. The Peloton Tread is for people no matter what your fitness level. There are entry level classes that can get you walking for 10 minutes. You can, you can you can do a 20 minute class, 30, 40 hour long class, whatever you want to do. I found I I do a 20 minute class and then I'd be tempted to do another 20 minute class and then I'd be tempted and I often did it a 5 minute cool down. So I would be it, it it left me wanting more. It left me wanting to come back. And it also allows you to build streaks. So it tells you, "Oh, you're back back you're Third day in a row, and the instructors themselves are quite motivating too. They, they they talk really talk up the the fact that you made it here. Let's do it. You know, you put one foot in front of the other. Uh, I love. One of them said, "Look, you don't you only uh, you you don't wish for things you want. You work for things you want. Uh, a lot of these little things that, that 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 keep you wanting to come back and make it a really enjoyable experience to to hit your fitness goals and to just to get your better health and well being on the peloton tread. It's 4,445 Five bucks, but as I said, an investment in your health and well-being and your fitness, $59 all access subscription, way cheaper than going to a gym and paying maybe 10 times as much as that per month. There's a lot of gyms out there that, that charge that sort of money. So you can decide for yourself whether you want to do this all at home in the comfort of your own home, but still surrounded by the virtual Peloton community, or if you want to do it in a gym. We found this to be an excellent experience, the Peloton Tread. If you want to read our complete review, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Next up, we're talking about the Oppo Find N2 Flip. This is a foldable smartphone that looks like a dead set rival To Samsung's Galaxy Z Flip 4. Very similar form factor. The Find N2 Flip from Oppo uh, has the benefits of a big display, but it doesn't offer the burden of carrying around a large device. So, yes, I like a big 6.8 inch screen, but that means carrying a 6.8 inch phone in your pocket. With the OLED, uh, sorry, the Oppo OLED screen, the foldable screen, folds in half. You're able to then fold it down to half its size, slip it in your pocket, slip it in your bag, and Bob's your uncle. And with the new, this foldable OLED screen, Oppo says they've got an improved hinge mechanism so that the device unfolds with a less visible streak. So it actually folds flat, opens flat and uh, it offers that great experience. The hinge is made from aircraft-grade high-strength steel and polymer, so it still keeps it very thin but still keeps it very strong and very sturdy as well. So you've got your 6.8-inch main display – There's also a front 3.26-inch front screen as well. And that front screen, even when the device is closed, offers a lot of shortcuts and the ability to do things like accessing apps, viewing notifications, taking photos without even having to open the device. There are also widgets for that smaller screen so you can look at the weather, control your media uh, as well. So that's handy. On the camera side, you've got a 50-megapixel main camera and an 8-megapixel wide-angle camera. But you've also got a 32 megapixel front camera. So when you open the screen, open it up flat, there is a camera on top of the display that is 32 megapixels. So your selfie's gonna look amazing. So uh, it's, it's also, too, it takes advantage of the fact you can rest your phone in the open position like a laptop. So this creates an easy way for you to do things like capture selfies, make video calls, enjoy video content as well, similar to what Samsung offers with the Z Flip 4, let's face it. But it is a similar form factor making, taking similar advantages to, uh, to, for that form factor as well. On the security side, the N2 flip offers fingerprint and facial recognition. Uh, the device is running Oppo's Color OS 13 operating system. Now, on the charge side, it does offer the 44 watt SuperVook PD, that's PD short for power delivery, fast charging. That means you can go to zero to 50% charge in just 23 minutes. That's pretty cool. Oppo have always been pretty good with the fast charging. It's going to be available in two colors, astral black and moonlit purple. No word on a release date or pricing yet. Uh, I am going to Mobile World Conquerors in Barcelona in a week, so the next show will be coming to you from Barcelona, where I'm sure there will be some more news about the Oppo Find N2 Flip, uh, the new foldable smartphone. If you want to take a close look, there's some good pictures there of the Oppo Find N2 Flip. You can check it out, techguide.com.au. DJI has released a new drone. It's the Mini 2 SE drone that fits in the palm of your hand and weighs just 249 grams this is minuscule so this is very similar to the other mini products the mini 3 that they released as earlier this last year now what the the those other drones also were 249 grams as well why is that weight important it's because, being under 250 grams means it's exempt from drone regulations. And by that, I mean you don't have to register it. And that that applies to many countries around the world as well. There's that limit, 250 and above need to be registered, 249 and below don't need to be registered. You still need to fly safely, of course. It doesn't give you a license to fly like an idiot. You still got to be safe. You still got to follow the rules. But being under two fifty means you can also fly the drone within the five point five kilometre range of a controlled airspace. Now, where I live is within the five point five kilometre range of Sydney Airport, and if I try to fly a drone over two fifty, it will it'll start and ro- and take off to about a metre and then drop straight to the ground. It'll land again, saying uh, N F Z No Fly Zone because it knows knows by GPS where I live and automatically puts the brakes on and lands lands the drone automatically. With this drone, it's under the 250 gram mark, so it means I'm able to fly it within my, this, this five-kilometer five, five zone. Now, I tell you, because I had the Mini 3, which is 249 grams, and what I did, I needed to take photographs of my solar panels because I, wanted, I, got, I got them bird-proofed. Anyone with solar panels... Uh, they're great places for pigeons to nest I learned that I learned that in the years I've had the uh, panels and so what I did is I took a photo of my panels to get a quote from a company that comes and bird proofs the solar panels and I was able to do that thanks to the drone being under two hundred and fifty grams otherwise uh, I would have uh, I wouldn't have been able to take those photographs and they've since come this was months ago they've since come and put uh put all the uh, this stainless steel netting around the panel so that no pigeons can get underneath. So no more when I'm preparing to do my Sky News crosses or any other radio, I'm no longer hearing brr, 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 all those noises where all the pigeons used to be gathering, now they've all gone. And it was the reason I got the quote was thanks to the 249-gram DJI drone, very similar to the DJI Mini 2 SE. Now, let's talk camera quality here. It has a 1-slash-2.3-inch CMOS sensor, so you can still capture video at 2.7K and shoot 12-megapixel videos. So that's the reason why this is a lot cheaper than the other drones. This, this, is, this is a $599 drone, and that price includes the remote control. So if you want to shoot 4K at 60 frames a second, and you still want it to be 250 grams, you're going to have to go up to the Mini 3, the, the more, the pro model of this drone. It'll still be 200, under 250 grams, but the camera's a lot better. That's what you're paying more for the better camera. But 2.7K video still looks amazing. And for those who share it on social media and online, 2.7K, how often are you sharing 4K online? Very rarely. So this is 2.7K, which is better than HD. Still getting a great result. And you can also access all those great features like those intuitive flight controls, one-tap takeoff, return to home feature, very stable hovering. This has got an amazing gimbal too. So even in high winds, you're still going to get some rock steady videos and really clear images as well. Uh, you've also got those quick shots as well. I love doing those, you know, the circle and the dronies and all those things that it, it all automatically does a circle around you or an ellipse. And it's it's remarkable, all these sort of on-rails features you can, uh, you can do with your drone to achieve some very pro level videos to showcase where you happen to be. So because it's so small and so light, it's ideal to take on your holidays. I think uh, I took it to Hawaii with me last late last year. Uh, got some great shots of Waikiki, went around, we did we drove around the island as well. Really handy to have, easy to pop out uh, and and fly. And as I said, folds down to the size of less. It fits in the palm of your hand. That's how small it is. So really easy to put in your bag and take it along with you. The DJI new Mini 2 SE starts at $599. And with that, you get the drone and the RC N one remote controller. You also get one battery. But I recommend spend a couple of hundred more. $799 gets you the drone. Gets you that's the for the fly more combo. So you get the drone, you get two more intelligent batteries. So that's three in total. Two extra sets of batteries and a two-way charging hub, shoulder bag, and a propeller holder as well. That extra two hundred, best value you can find. I highly recommend you doing that the MIDI 2SE from DJI. If you want to read more about it, check it out, techguide.com.au. You're
0: listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec.
1: The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. If your home demands superior Wi-Fi, treat it with a masterpiece in connectivity. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 E from netgear orbi wi-fi 6e is the first and only wi-fi 6 quad band whole home mesh system opening an exclusive all-new six gigahertz superhighway that's fine-tuned to deliver unprecedented wi-fi speeds and smoother streaming simultaneously across the smart homes of today and tomorrow it's wi-fi perfectly engineered wi-fi 6e the fastest Wi-Fi ever. Find out more at netgear.com.au forward slash best Wi-Fi.
0: All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk.
1: The Tech Guide Help Desk is brought to you each and every week by our good friends at Belkin, belkin.com forward slash au. If you're in the market for a portable battery for your phone, some cables, mag safe, devices, stands, charge GAN chargers. They don't pack a charger in phones anymore. So get a Belkin charger. It can uh, can really charge your phone and your tablets up pretty quickly. Belkin.com forward slash AU. This week I thought I would talk about scam calls. Like I know that they're out there. People know they're out there. But I think sometimes they can be so convincing that you don't think it's a scam. And they that's that's their skill, that they can can they can make you think that, yes, this is for real. I'm trying to help you. And a lot of people fall for it. I had, a, I had an email just today from a guy saying he's been in contact with a guy from my, who claims to be from Microsoft. He says, my, my computer may have been compromised, and that's why some of my software is not working, and that I should really not ignore this. I really need to pay attention so that he can help me. That's a scam. No one rings you to tell you your computer has been compromised. No one will ring you to say that there's a virus on your computer. We can get rid of it for you. Nobody does that. No matter how convincing they sound, that they're from Microsoft or from Telstra or whatever company, if they're ringing you because they want to help you with your computer, just say the thanks but no thanks, and call them out as a scammer. Ask them to say, "Okay, give me your extension, I'll ring you back so you can help me." I don't think you'll if you if you get the response that I expect you get, they'll hang up on you because you've you've already not you've already cottoned on to the fact that they're a scammer. So no one is ever going to ring you and tell you these things that they want to help you, your computers at risk. Nobody. Even Microsoft won't do that. Even though you're probably running Microsoft Windows on your computer, nobody is going to do that. No one is going to ring you also to say someone has spent $450 on your on your PayPal account. Some no one no one is going to tell you that you that you've spent that someone's bought an iPhone on your your uh, Amazon account. No one's going to do that. So these robocalls as well, also scams. So yeah, I know there's a lot. I think unless you know who's ringing you, best point, best best thing to do is to assume that it's a scam. So don't get caught out. Don't let these people be talking to you and trying to convince you that they're real. No one's going to ring you about a virus on your computer ever. So make sure stay safe. Don't show, don't share with them any kind of information. Don't do anything like that. Hang up on them. That is our show for this week. We thank you if you've made it this far. If you need to find out about anything that we've spoken about on the show, you can find it, of course, at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at uh, We want to give a, also you can, by the way, hit the Ask Stephen icon too. That also gets an email out to me as well. We want to thank our great sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thank you once again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.